Welcome everybody to episode nine of the Vector Path podcast. It's been a busy couple of weeks for me. I've uh, spent a lot of time focusing on my YouTube channel. So for those of you that are actually watching this on the YouTube channel, welcome. If it's your first time here, if you're listening on the podcast on Amazon, Amazon, where did that come from? On Anchor, or if you're listening through iTunes, whatever platform you're listening to it on, uh, welcome to you as well. So I say it's been a busy couple of weeks and it's because I've been focusing a lot more on my YouTube channel, getting my content prepped for a lot of upcoming tutorials that I've got in the new year. So 2020, my main focus is going to be making sure that I get at least one weekly video out on my YouTube channel, sticking to the podcast. I still want to put out bi-weekly episodes in 2020 but I wanna make sure I'm actually getting some guests on the show. I'm sure that some of you are probably tired of listening to just me, just my opinion. So I wanna make sure that I've got something a little bit more interesting for you all coming up in the new year. Now, when I say that I've been focusing on YouTube a lot more, it's because it's where I'm seeing kind of my best growth potential. I know there's a lot of people that say YouTube is a dying platform. They're saying the same thing about Instagram. There's a lot of people out there pushing this whole TikTok thing. And I mean, you know what? I'll be the late adopter of TikTok. I have no problem with that if it means I don't have to be part of the 15-year-old dance move generation that's there right now. So if I'm a late adopter and I end up being behind in numbers and everything else, that's just the way that it's going to be. I've got a few videos up on TikTok. I actually deleted my, I didn't delete my account, but I deleted the app off my phone today because I just found it basically useless for me. We'll see what happens. I, I realized that a lot of the big names in social media are saying that you need to be on there, that you should be on TikTok and that you're missing the boat if you're not on TikTok. It's pointless. It's useless for me right now, but that's my own opinion. So those of you that are on TikTok, if you're finding success on there, let me know. Um, hop over to the YouTube channel. If you're listening to this through the podcast platforms, leave me a comment. Let me know how I can do TikTok better as a graphic designer. I just, I started with speed art. I've got about, I think six posts on there. I might have eight followers and I don't know. I, I don't see a point to it at this juncture. Drinking a lot of water lately. So you might hear me pick up my glass a few times during this episode. I had uh, a bit of a health scare over the weekend. Friday, I ended up um, going unconscious first thing in the morning and having to take a little bit of an ambulance ride to the hospital, spent a little bit of time in emergency. It was a fun day, got blood taken, x-rays, everything else turns out that little bit of dehydration along with uh, some elevated stress levels. So we're trying to deal with the stress, trying to drink a little bit more water, so I apologize if I miss any of that in the editing and you end up having to hear me drink water or you just end up having to see it on the channel. But it's it's kind of imperative that I stay hydrated now. So I'm feeling a little bit stagnant on my YouTube channel and that's kind of what brought me into today's episode. It's it's a combination of the both. It's, it's talking about the growth on my YouTube channel. I've, I've actually went, I think in the last two weeks since I started uploading daily content. I've gained 280 some subscribers, which is huge. 
Uh, I know it's not anything compared to a lot of channels that are out there and there's people that are getting thousands and ten thousands of followers or subscribers every day. But for me, that's pretty big. I'm getting about 10 new subscribers to the YouTube channel every day. But my Instagram account has fallen off. The combination of those two is what brought me to this this topic of staying motivated as a designer or what keeps you putting content out. So what keeps you motivated to continue to put content out on a regular basis? A lot of people, and we've talked a little bit about this in the podcast before, about vanity numbers. For some people, it's the numbers. For other people, it's the notoriety. It's the comments. Some people, it just doesn't matter. It's not about anything but putting the work out. And that's kind of the point that I've sort of come to in a way. The numbers still matter for me, but let's let's talk a little bit before we move into that. I just want to say, even though I was sick this weekend, so even though I had this health scare, I only missed one day. And I felt bad. I felt bad about missing that one day. Now, I didn't feel bad because, oh, damn, I lost an opportunity. I felt bad because I felt like I was letting my subscribers down. When I first started this, I said that I was going to do 30 videos in a row. And I know health gets in the way and it's one of those things that's most important because without our health, we really don't have anything. But it was kind of a point for me that it made me realize that I'm not doing it just for the numbers because it wasn't it wasn't the first thing that came to my mind was, oh, damn, now I'm not going to get those 10 new subscribers. It was, oh, I've got all these people that have signed up for this that have subscribed to my channel because they're expecting that daily content at least for the next 30 days. And now I've missed one. And the worst part of it, though, and I'm not putting this on YouTube. It's it's not their problem. It's not their deal. I, I realize why they do the things that they do. But with no community tab, I have no way of communicating with my subscribers to say even just a quick message. Hey, guys, you know, shitty day. And unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to put out an episode today. So I'll be back tomorrow. I know there is there's one tab on there. It's not the community tab. I think maybe it just gets updated to the community tab once you reach a thousand subscribers. But I just didn't feel like it was the best place for me to be communicating. So it would be nice if there was a way under a thousand to make sure that your subscribers got that message. But it is what it is, whatever. I'll be at a thousand hopefully by the end of January and then I don't have to worry about that anymore. I felt like I was letting my subscribers down and I feel this way on Instagram right now because I haven't posted there. I've been so busy putting content out with my YouTube channel. I haven't done anything new in I think over a month now. I haven't actually checked the date. I haven't went back to see when it was, but I'm, I'm sure it's been a month since I posted anything substantial. I've done a couple of updates on the Chevy truck and the gas station. I talked about that last episode, but I haven't done anything new. I, and I, I miss posting content on there. So over the past, I'm going to say 10 years, I've, I'm not even going to say that long. No, it's not 10 years because I have my business throughout a lot of it. So I'm going to say over the last two and a half years, since I shut down Hyphen, since I closed my company, I've tried to launch different stuff on a few platforms. So I've tried to work through creative market and set up a following on there. I lost interest in it really quick. I tried to set up Cotton Bureau. I tried to set up Spreadshirt. I've tried to get things going on Redbubble. 
none of them seem to work out for me. And I think it's for me, part of it is patience. I get that. I'm, I'm probably one of the most impatient people you'll ever meet because I want results. It's not that I expect people to just automatically start buying my stuff, but I expect to see traffic. I mean, I at least want to see people going there. So when I'm looking at my numbers and Skillshare, even, I mean, I'm on Skillshare. I did three classes. So I always feel demotivated when things don't just take off right away. And I know that's ridiculous. It's stupid for me to think that way. But I think a lot of us feel that way that we get into something. And I think it's because we never see the back work. We never see the time that these other people have put in because we see, you know, shops open up, but we didn't know this person before that, or at least we didn't, right? As, as individuals, we didn't know this person before, but they already had a following of say 10,000 people on Twitter. So they put that first tweet out, even though it's their first day on Redbubble or creative market or one of the other platforms and boom, they've got sales or boom, they have a following without us knowing. And so then we look at it as though, uh, okay, well, this is a good platform to be on. I can actually go somewhere with this. I can start earning that passive income and we don't. And it just demotivates us, or at least it does for me. I, I find it completely demotivating when I put in the effort, especially, I mean, my creative market shop, I actually went to a local coffee shop just after I shut my company down. And that was going to be my plan was, okay, I can build a few icon packs. I can build a few logos and get, you know, a couple of business cards done and kind of have this little package um, or set of profitable pieces that I could put on creative market. And if I could even just be making, you know, a hundred bucks a week, along with a few client projects thrown in the mix, I'd be earning a decent living without having to worry about making three websites a month and five logos and eight sets of business cards and dealing with all of these client headaches and everything else. So when I put my first product out and started tweeting about it, well, number one, I didn't have any following on Twitter because I just opened up the Twitter accounts. So like I had like 15 people following me and I don't think any of them were interested in what I was actually doing. They were just looking for the follow back. So I put out my first few products and just crickets, right? Absolutely nothing. Um, I don't think I sold anything for about a month and a half. And even at that, I had to discount everything. I mean, I started out at decent pricing or what I thought was decent pricing and ended up having to drop everything down. I had a pack of vector spirographs, which were really cool. They were kind of popular at the time. People were using them for like backgrounds um, on business cards and, and different things like that. So I put that out thinking that it was going to be popular and didn't sell anything. Uh, I, I knocked it down to $3 at one point, and I think I ended up selling one at $3. Uh, I had like an hour and a half, two hours into this product. So, I mean, it's not huge. It's not a lot of time, but it just totally demotivated me. I just got to a point where I was like, well, why am I doing this? I'm putting this work in, you know, and it's not like I was putting in huge hours. But again, I mean, I was putting probably three or four hours a day at the coffee shop working on my laptop, trying to come up with new concepts and new ideas and a new logo and business cards and put this stuff out there. And I did that again for, I don't know, three, four weeks, didn't get a single sale. So it just kind of oh, it just frustrated me. Now, I feel the same way about a lot of my social media. I feel the same way about my podcast right now. If I need you guys are listening to the podcast, you're watching it on the channel. 
it's frustrating. It's demotivating. I started out and I think my first week I ended up getting 63 listens or something, or it was 53. It was, it was pretty good. I was happy with that. And then the next week it went down to like 48 and then it went down to 35 and then it went down to 20 and then it went down to 10. And I think this week I'm at 10 again. So, I mean, it's just, it's been this reverse snowball effect instead of gaining momentum and picking up followers, everybody's falling off and nobody's listening anymore. And maybe it's just because I'm ranting and I'm raving about all this shit that nobody gives a damn about other than me, but I still get comments. I still get people that are emailing me and saying, Hey man, thanks for this week's episode. You really hit home. I understand where you're coming from. I feel exactly the same way. So it's probably just that I haven't found my audience yet. The people that were listening were followers from other platforms And they're just not my true fans. How am I staying motivated to keep putting out content here? How am I staying motivated to put out my daily content up on the YouTube channel? And it's, it's because I've taken a different focus on this. Now, my focus isn't about me anymore. It's not, I'm not doing this because I I mean, let me finish this thought and I'll come back to that. So I'm not doing this because I want to feel good about myself. I'm not doing this to try and convince you that I'm this kick-ass designer that you need to follow. I'm not doing this because I'm going to be the next Chris Doe and you guys are all going to love me. I mean, it's not about that. At one point, totally about that. Three years ago, I thought I was going to be the next Casey Neistat. I figured I was going to be the next Peter McKinnon and shit was just going to take off for me. And, And just overnight, I would be this huge success and everything would just follow and, and flow my way and, and boom, right? I, I just have this success. It's hard work and I'm putting in the work this time, but I'm putting in the work for a different reason. I'm putting in the work this time because I want to help new designers. I remember being that guy sitting at my computer for eight, 10, 12 hours a day, looking at YouTube videos and going through blogs and reading as much as I could and watching as much as I could. And just, just this sponge of education that I was sucking in as much as I possibly could so that I could be a good designer. I mean, I think the first year that I really took this seriously, there wasn't a day that I didn't put in six to eight hours learning new techniques and new methods. So I want to be that sort of go to educational person for all the new designers that are out there. So I have new, I have new motivations this time. I have a different motivation. That's what's keeping me motivated this time. It's not about notoriety. Um, I mean, would it be awesome for my YouTube channel to blow up and all of a sudden I've got a thousand and then 2000 and then 5,000 subscribers and things actually start rolling 100%, but not because I want to be, some YouTube superstar, it's because that way I know my content is actually helping people. It's getting out there and it's making a difference in people's lives. It's not about recognition. So it's not about the awards on the wall and it's not about, you know, getting Webby awards or anything like that. It's being able to share the knowledge that I have inside of Adobe Illustrator, inside of Photoshop and inside of InDesign with these up and coming designers. I'm not a guru. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I, I know a few things about a few things and I'm learning still. There's, I still watch videos. I mean, I still watch Satori graphics and Dansky and, um, uh, Sosa. 
CISO? I can't remember his name now. I'm sorry. But there's this guy, and Chris Doe, I mean, I mentioned him before, but there's this community of designers that I follow as well. Rich Graphics, right? Richard. Love his content because I learned stuff from him even still. I've been using Adobe Illustrator for almost 20 years now, but I still pick up little things here and there. And I get comments like that all the time. That's another thing that keeps me going is the comments that I'm receiving from designers on my YouTube channel that say, hey man, I've been a, a, an Illustrator user for 10 years and I never even knew that tool existed. Or I've seen it, but I just, I didn't really know kind of what good it was for me until I watched your video. So that's another point of this is that I'm making that difference, right? I'm, I'm adding to people's workflow. I'm adding to, I'm saving them time in their workflow. I'm helping designers. That's, I mean, that's what it comes down to. That's what's keeping me motivated now. So it's kind of those messages of encouragement from, you know, even my listeners, I get messages on my Instagram account. I've gotten a couple of emails from you guys out there that are still listening to this saying, you know what? This episode this week really hit home for me. Thanks. Um, and it's it's that kind of stuff that really keeps me going. What keeps you motivated? Now, I put this out to Twitter this afternoon. Uh, I got to start doing these things earlier because I think I have like 160 followers on Twitter and probably 5% of them actually see my tweets. I think some of them see it too late. So I'm going to start putting this out a little bit earlier. But uh, I'm so busy right now with YouTube that I end up thinking about this stuff maybe a day or two in advance about what I'm going to talk about. So now I put it out there, what keeps you motivated? And the one response that I did yet, and I just mentioned him just a little bit earlier, was from Richard Carpenter, um, Rich GFX. If you're not following Richard, I'll put a link down in the description. Go check out his channel. He's got some great tutorials on there. Um, kind of go at your own pace. He's not talking over them like I do. He's not a big motor mouth like I am. He just gives you the graphics on the screen and kind of walks you through step by step on how he's doing the pieces that he's working on. Great channel. I love his tutorials. So go follow him. If you're listening in the podcast, if you're looking for a new channel to follow on YouTube, check out Rich GFX. I'm, I'm sure you'll love it. So Richard says, though, if you enjoy what you're doing, you should always be motivated. You just need to remember to take a break now and again to avoid burnout or plan ahead for times like this when you feel less motivated. And I think that's a really good idea. I think the days that you're not motivated, you just need to break. Just forget it. It's not a big deal. So you lose a day. Come back to it the next day. Because if you keep going and pushing yourself, that's exactly what's going to happen. You're going to end up burning out. You're going to hate what you're doing. And that can end up being years. Most of us, probably days, weeks, maybe a month, where we just don't do anything. But it can end up being years. I've, I've talked to other designers where burnout has lasted up to two to three years and they just completely lost it. And I mean, I think that's where I was. I think that's what the two and a half year break for me was. It was complete burnout from the design industry. Uh, I, I just didn't enjoy any aspect of this anymore. But now I'm smart taking those breaks. I mean, yeah, right now I'm doing daily content, but I also know, okay, it's 30 days. All right. I got to get through a month. I have a break at the end of the month. I'm going to take a few days off and do absolutely nothing. I'm not even going to watch YouTube videos for a few days. I'm off on the, my last video for this series should be on the 20th. And then at that point, I'm going to be able to just take a break. So how do you guys feel about this? I want to hear your opinions. 
You can email me vectorpathpodcast at gmail.com. You can also support the podcast by sharing it on your social media channels. Get people that you know involved in the conversation. You can hashtag VectorPathPodcast so that I know. All my links are down in the description or in the show notes. You can find me on Linktree and I have links to everything there. So I want to thank you for listening. Again, my name is Mike Pickett. This is the VectorPath Podcast. I appreciate you guys being here and we'll talk in the next episode.